Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. coin machines whatever like that and i was just curious how much i, I never really used a coin machine I'm, I'm when i did it as a kid i was old school we'd spend like a weekend in the house with little uh little paper deals little money little sleeves and just you know fitting them perfectly in there wrapping coins yeah we spent like spent like a weekend wrapping like 50 dollars worth of coins um which i enjoyed it it gave uh it gave it gave value it gave value again. I'm a I'm a big fan of using cash. Um, it's funny we're going to a cashless world, and I'm going the exact opposite way. I I am using all. I am trying to use all cash, um, because of the. I understand the. The I don't know what to call it. The, I, I, it's kind of like a gambler's mindset of using credit cards. It's weird. Because one of the things that gets gamblers in trouble is that they don't they don't necessarily have the emotional feeling to the money because when you're gambling, um, although you, you have to use money at some point, when you're gambling, what do you have in front of you? You have chips, right? And yeah, it costs money to get the chips, but you're seeing chips. You don't see it the same way as money, right? You don't see a, you know, it's easier for you to throw a $25 chip out there uh, and dip than it is to throw out uh, you know twenty five dollars in cash. Um, so before you know it, you get caught up in the deal because it's like oh chips chips is a game it's a game it's a game. Credit card is the the same way right. It's easy to just swipe and not not worry about it because you don't you don't worry about it out of out of sight out of mind right. You know no one no one rarely do people check their credit card statements. Right, I would even say you guys in here. I, I don't even do it. Rarely do you guys spend something and then go right to your right to your website, check your credit card statement, and, and do that. Most people will just look at it when the bill comes, and they'll be like, "Oh crap, how did it get to this?" Most people also aren't financial uh, financially responsible, right? So they kind of load up this credit card because they don't they don't see it, they don't really they don't know what their limit is, and they just like, "Okay, whatever, boom, pay it later, boom, pay it later, boom, pay it later." They wait to the end of the month. They get this big bill because you know they're getting six hundred dollars worth of interest charges as well. And I'm like, wait a minute, when did I spend this much? The ideal way to do it would be to use your credit card and then pay for it right away, right? Or use your credit card and you know, I guess ideally, use your credit card, go to your bank, transfer the money back to your your statement right away. Um, but most people don't do that because it's just like, ah, oh, swipe, forget about it, swipe, forget about it. So with me, cash has always been more important because I, you know, when the the act, right, 
the act of taking cash out of your wallet, we could even, we could even go to the act before that of removing cash from the bank and budgeting, right? Let, let's take a step back there, right? Something that I do is we have this box, right? We, got, we have this money box. <laughs> it's, 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 it says money box on the top. So if, if robbers ever come in, they know exactly where all the money's at. <laughs> uh, just kidding. But we have this money box, right? And it's, it's divided into different things that we need. So it's stuff like, you know, it's food, stuff for the kids, blah, blah, blah. And it's like a, it's kind of like a, a cash register where, you know, there's, there's cash in there. And what we do is at the beginning of each month, right? Well, even before that, what I do is I, I go through my, my, my spending habits. And essentially you average out what is being spent on each aspect of your life. So you can, you can say stuff like, what is, what do I need for, um, food? What do I need for pleasure? What do I need for gas? What do I need for, you know, whatever you spend money on, right? You find that you average it out and then you take out the necessary amount per month and then you put it into this cash box. And you know that whatever you have in that in that box is what you're allowed to use for the month. So, for example, let's say I have, uh, you know, I, let's say I take out six hundred dollars a month for food. Right. Six hundred dollars a month for food. That's groceries. That's eating out. That's ordering in. Um, that's little snacks. Right. Whatever it may be. Six hundred dollars a month for food. Whenever I buy food, I'm taking money out of that specific location. When I'm going to the supermarket, right, I know how much I have. I keep in mind how much I could spend. Now, if you don't have cash and you're going to the supermarket, we had a conversation about supermarket psychology yesterday, and you get caught up with all these impulse buys, what are you likely to do if you just have a credit card? You'll probably spend away, right? Ah, whatever. Spend, swipe, spend, swipe, spend, swipe. Now, let's say you go to a supermarket, right? I know that my average, my average visit is probably about $120. So I'll bring $150 just in case, you know, you never, you know, when you need stuff like a laundry detergent or something that is out of the norm, sometimes it, you know, it gets more expensive. I bring 150 bucks. Guess what I can't do? Or guess what that does to me? What does is, what is bringing 150 bucks in cash do for me? It keeps me within that limit, right? I, can't, I, I know I can't spend over 150 bucks. I, technically I can, because you know, we always, you always keep credit cards in your, in your wallet just for in case. But basically it keeps me from spending over 150 bucks or I'm gonna be that person that's at the checkout and like, um, okay, what can we put back now? So it gives, you, it gives you that limit. Where before, if you had the swipe card, ah, you might run up a $200 bill because you bought all this weird stuff, swipe, 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 swipe. So it keeps you kind of in control. It, it just keeps you aware. It, it makes you second guess a little bit. And sometimes that's all we need to, to stop that impulse buy, right? You, you're, you're walking or you're going through the supermarket and you see this big, you know, oh, buy one, get one free chocolate cupcakes. And you're like, oh, oh, right? All it takes is that, that, that split second to be like, do I really need this? Nah, you're right, probably not. That split thought to stop you from doing something like that. So I like cash. I mean, uh, the, and also the fact that literally taking it out of my wallet 
counting it out, um, it just it keeps me aware. It's the same thing of like taking notes, right? Many of you guys, uh, if you, I did an article a few years ago on how to learn and, and about retention. And we talked about when you hear something, you retain about 10% of it. When you see something, you retain about 20% of it. When you hear it and see it in presentation form, you retain about 30% of it. Right? You retain about 90%, 80-90% of what you do when you actually teach it and practice it. When you actually write stuff down and do it, practice it, you retain a lot more. So if you're taking notes and you literally, not typing it on a computer, if you literally write it on a piece of paper, you retain so much more because it's going from your eyes to your brain. Your brain is telling your hand what to do. As you're writing it, your eyes are seeing it again. So it's basically looping around your system three or four times as you do it. It's kind of the same thing with cash, right? The, the act of instead of just swipe, pay, the act of, take, uh, of initially taking out what you need for the day, going to the supermarket, taking out of your wallet, counting it out, giving it to the cashier, putting the change back in, right? It just cycles through three or four times. And it, re it really, it seems simple, but it really helps with financial responsibility. Really helps. And then of course, whatever you have extra at the end of the month, um, your choice, uh, I, I would say two things. Uh, you, you can spend it on, you can save it, make it your vacation fund and just keep adding up those extras at the end of the year. Um, whatever the extra is, do something fun with it, go on a trip. Or if you're someone that's trying to save money or reduce debt, extra money goes to debt reduction. Um, shoot, it can go to your trading account. Um, or you can just take out less the next month. So if you have 600, if you take out a thousand each month and you have $200 extra, instead of taking out a thousand each month, just take out 800 and then you've saved 200 by that way. So there's, there's so many things you could do, do with it depending on your financial goals. Um, but it's, it's for me, I, it's my preferred way of, of, of budgeting, my preferred way of budgeting. Um, Nick says, make tracking expenses a little tougher though. No, not at all. No, it doesn't. You still get you still get a receipt from the supermarket, do you not? In, in, in fact, I would say it, it makes it easier. Yeah. Again, how many people actively check their credit card statements? My guess is what I, I would say 10%. Just based on the numbers of how many people are financially responsible, I would say 10%. 10% of people. And again, if you guys are doing it, that's good. That means you're financially responsible. But 10%. And I'm not, I'm not talking about the statement that comes in and says how much you owe. I'm talking about actually looking at it and being like, hey, what did I spend this week? I would say 10% if that much do it. And the credit cards have the stuff now where they, you know, they'll, they'll do it for you. They'll, they'll section out stuff for you. Sometimes they're wrong. Got to be careful with that. As they put it in categories. I would say a receipt is just as easy. You know why? You get a receipt, you can you can shoot, you can put it back in that box that's that where you took the money out that said food, put it back in your box. You know exactly how much you spent. Do you not? So I I, I wouldn't say it's it's harder to track stuff like that. Just get a receipt. Everyone gives you a receipt. If you don't have a receipt, write it in your phone right away. Put it in the notes section. I just spent ten dollars on blah 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 blah. Again, keeps you aware. Instead of just having it having it automatically do it for you, now you're looking at the receipt, you're looking at the number, you're taking that number, you're putting it into your phone, right? 
you're recycling that, that number over and over in your head, you're more likely to remember it better. Again, if you haven't done the latte factor, it's a great experiment. I just finished up mine. I finished up mine um, in February. I did about a two-month, two-and-a-half-month latte experiment on myself. Told you, $200 on, on, on cheese, Milky Ways, and Gatorade a month, right? That was the biggest, uh, aside from business expenses, <laughs> uh, that was the, the biggest thing that I saw that I can cut. Again, aside from like, I buy a lot of books, um, a lot of books that I don't ever read, but I buy them and, and saying that I will read them eventually. But those are something I can cut out, but those are also business expenses. So I don't really count those. Um, but yeah, Gator, Gatorade, cheese and uh, Milky Ways, Midnight Milky Ways, 200 bucks a month. Could you imagine? Seriously. Again, I told you, if you listen to the podcast, I told you guys a story. On my way to on my way to work in the afternoon, right? On my way to track practice, right? There is a, a gas station. I go past it every day. Typically I'm at practice from I may be at practice from the afternoon to the evening. So I say to myself, you know what? I'm gonna get hungry at some point, right? Or I'm already hungry. So I just go in there and I get two Gatorades, it's like two for four. A little Baby Bell cheese because I like it. And I get a Midnight Milky Way because I have a, a, you know, a sweet tooth. And it probably costs like, what, six bucks or something like that? I don't know how much it costs. What it would be. Yeah, no, more than that. More than four, I don't know, six, eight bucks, something like that. Do that five times a week. It ends up being like $40 a week. It adds up quick, and you don't even think is you don't even notice it. You're in there, and you're like, oh, just you know, just whatever, eight bucks. It's nothing until you do it every day, right? We talked about small permanent changes yesterday in yesterday's podcast about shifting one degree and how different your life would be, right? Remember, we said that can be a negative shift as well. It could be a negative shift, right? You, I shift by spending six bucks a day, and that becomes a habit. And again, it became a habit, guys. I didn't even want to do it. I didn't even need to do it. It was, it was just a habit. Get in the car, drive, stop, buy, go. Right? A habit. It became a habit without me even knowing it. And it didn't matter because what? I mean, what's six, does, what's six bucks a day? What's eight bucks a day? Does that really change my life? No. Brings me a little bit of pleasure for no reason. It, it became a habit. Do you miss doing it? No. Not, here's, here's the thing. I didn't need it. Like maybe every like maybe every once in a while I, I needed it if, if if it's a, a busy day I'm coming from a meeting and I'm going right there I need something in my system but I didn't need it every day it just hap- it just became a habit right we we talk about routines we can create good habits right we do things enough we can create good habits right it takes thirty to sixty days we can create bad habits as well right look at like alcoholics it starts off by like hey I'm just gonna have a you know I'm gonna have a drink every day after I'm, I'm gonna have a drink on the weekends with my friends. And then maybe you have one rough day at work. You're like, man, I'm going to come home. I'm just going to, you know, go pour me a cup of Jack. And then before you know it, every day you're pouring yourself a cup of Jack. And then before you know it, you're getting a cup of Jack in the morning. 
before you know it, you're, you're sneaking, sneaking flask to work. Right? Another one, me with coffee. Right? I don't like coffee. I'm just addicted. It's a habit. I drink, I, I drink coffee before my trading day. I drink coffee in the afternoon before I go to whatever. I drink coffee before work. That, that is my habit. I don't like coffee. But at some point, I guess my brain told myself that I need coffee. I want coffee to function for work. So it is a habit. Before I go to work, I drink coffee. It's the same thing with people that smoke. I have a friend that she only smokes at the bar, only smokes when she drinks. Her habit is I take a drink and I smoke. Now, the way to replace that habit is just simply do something else. So like most, like many people, they'll, they'll, they'll get like a cigarette after dinner. So if you do something directly, right, if you interrupt that pattern, if you eat dinner and then you do push-ups right away, now you're replacing that habit. It's, it's hard to kill a habit, but you can replace it. So if you eat dinner, instead of going to your cigarette right away, you eat dinner and then you do 50 push-ups. Well, now you're replacing that cigarette habit with a push-up habit and it's easier to, to do it. And now that becomes your new habit. So I can do the same thing with coffee, right? I can replace it with a shake. I can do the same thing with my $200 a month on Milky Ways and replace it with buying a, buying a, a, a big box of granola bars and just keeping it in the car. And just as I pass the place, snack on a granola bar. So they're, they're all breakable. We just have to identify them and obviously be willing to break, uh, to break them. But yeah, do, do that latte factor experiment on yourself. It, it's interesting. But yeah, I, I like cash, man. I like cash. Um, for me, it, it just keeps me aware. I'm not saying it's better or worse. Don't get me wrong. It's all about, it's all about I mean, you, you can be very disciplined with credit card as well. I'm very disciplined with credit card. I have lots of things that, get, that go to credit cards. Um, but if you're someone that, that's finding it a little bit difficult to be financially responsible, try cash. Just, just because it makes you a little bit more aware, it gives you that ceiling of what you can do. You go into the store with 20 bucks, you can only spend 20 bucks. And now you're just, you think a little bit more about your decision making instead of just saying, ah, yeah, I got this. And pushing it back. And it's over. Mm-hmm.